Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Bill Mann. Bill Mann is the CEO of Styra, the founders of the open source authorization project Open Policy Agent and leaders in cloud native authorization. Bill comes to Styra with a strong enterprise security background, having held previous leadership positions, most recently at Centrify and CA Technologies. He holds a Bachelor of Science degree with honors in computer science from Aston University in England. Well, good afternoon, Bill. Welcome to the show. Hey, Brian. How are you doing? Great. I'm glad you're on the show today. I've been looking over at your profile. I'm pretty excited about your background and and your career and how it's traversed over the years. So, Bill, you have a strong enterprise security background with your previous leadership positions at Centrify, CA Technologies. Could you share with just a bit of your background and what led you to Styro? Sure. Yeah. If you look at my background, it's uh, it's been in the identity and access management space. And doing these two jobs, I saw you know the move towards cloud and most importantly, the standardization of SAML and OpenID for the authentication area. And as you know, authentication is a kind of a fundamental part of security, which led to you know solutions for single sign-on and multi-factor authentication. You know, right at the end of my career at Centrify, I saw the rise of zero trust and that whole movement around zero trust. But one of the things I saw at both of those companies was that authorization or call it access, which is another foundational aspect of security, has never been standardized. And that's what led me to Styra. I was introduced to Styra. And the compelling thing for me was Styra is trying to standardize, you know, authorization by building an open source project. And that was really compelling for me after that long career in identity and access management, knowing how important authorization was either for a user having access to something or a service having access to something. So the idea that can we reinvent this and make security a better place and a reduced risk for organizations that's very compelling. That's amazing. Of course, me being in technology as well, over the years, we struggled with that sort of thing. How do you keep it easy for the end users and integrate all these platforms, but keeping it secure, right? I appreciate what you've done in this industry and starting a new company. This is just amazing. So Bill, we'd love to get what you're doing in DevOps with security. Can you just give us an introduction to your open policy agent and Styra? And then we could maybe jump into your new feature, which is your Rego policy builder. Yeah, so, you know, let's take it from the beginning. So uh, Styra's vision is really about reinventing policy and authorization for the cloud native app stack, you know, the new app stack that everybody's building. Uh, it's really a multi-year vision, which started with the creation of Open Policy Agent, the open source project. And like I kind of said in the earlier question, Open Policy Agent was created by the company to really reinvent this area of authorization and policy. And it was placed into CNCF, so it could be nurtured as an open source project. If we look at this project now, it's used by many enterprises uh, in production to solve authorization across the cloud native stack. It's also used by cloud providers, Microsoft and Google, both incorporate it and contribute to open policy agent as well. And it's well on its way to becoming a de facto standard for authorization for the cloud native environment. You know, in the same way that SAML and OpenID became standards for the authentication space. So that's fundamentally what the company started 
started off with as a first phase in that vision for reinventing policy and authorization. Then on the commercial side, to really operationalize OPA, you know, OPA being an open source project, like many open source projects, it's great for developers to use and get started with and so forth. But as you know, enterprises are looking for enterprise grade operational features. And that's what the Styra declarative authorization service really provides. It's a control plane, which sits on top of OPA that allows developers and DevOps teams to really operationalize OPA within their environment. It has many features, you know, around the management of OPA, things like, you know, authoring policies, distributing policies, impact analysis, compliance and dashboards and so forth, which really make OPA an enterprise offering for the organization. And we see many companies as they're moving their cloud native applications from, you know, pre-production to production, they want to be able to have an enterprise offering like that and implement that for their organization. Now, coming on to a regular policy builder. So I mentioned that Styra declarative authorization service allows you to author policies. And as you know, policy and policy creation and definition has always been a complicated area. And in the cloud native space, everything is, you know, software as a, you know, software defined, right? You know, there's infrastructure as code. And with open policy agent, we introduce policy as code. So that, there's actually a language that developers use called Rego to actually write policies for the cloud native environment. So you could write a policy for Kubernetes for what's called admission control. You could write a policy for microservices, which microservice can talk to another microservice and so forth. So there's policy authoring that's required to drive open policy agent. And within the product, we allow you to define those policies and then they're implemented in the environment and so forth. So this regular policy builder was really about how do you enable these different teams within an organization to collaborate around policy. As you know, you know, you know, traditional IT teams, security teams and so forth, they're much more operational, but they know less about coding. But in this new environment of DevOps, it's all about code. So what we now provide within the product is four ways of authoring policies. There's code for power users. There's pre-built libraries of policies for administrators. There's policy packs like PCI policy packs and best practice policy packs for the compliance team. And now you've got this policy builder as well for casual engineers as they're learning and developing those policies. But all those four different ways of defining policies really allow these different teams, both the DevOps teams, IT security teams, and business teams to work together and collaborate together to get the best kind of policies for their environment because ultimately it's all about reducing risk within an organization and the reason we're doing any of this in the first place is to define the right kind of policies for an application running in production and obviously that application is cloud native so it's way more distributed way more moving parts than the traditional monolithic applications we're used to. Bill, that's amazing. I just want to highlight something here. The fact that you're developing something on an open platform and sharing this with the community, which allows people to take advantage of some of these newer open source technologies that will not only provide a faster deployment of applications, but more in a more secure manner while absolutely being able to connect to various other microservices as well. So I appreciate the work you're doing on this. So Bill, we've all had that shift due to this global pandemic. My last two, three months of podcasts have all been about the pandemic and how everybody's shifting and pivoting. My guess is this hasn't really impacted your business too much, or, or has it? And what are you seeing during this current situation? 
Sure. Yeah, we're seeing two things in this current situation. One is we're seeing developers learn and learn a lot, right? We've seen a massive uptick in the website traffic to openpolicyagent.org. We're seeing, you know, online videos and the content being consumed. Essentially, the community, the developer community is learning a lot, right? And I think, you know, what's happening is this period of time when people are working from home, they're just taking an opportunity to learn about the next generation of technologies and so forth. Also, you know, the community that we have, since we're an open source project, we're based upon an open source project called Open Policy Agent, we have a great community and just the engagement in the community has been far higher than now during the, the pandemic than before. People are asking more questions, people are getting more engaged and so forth. Then on the business side, what we're seeing is, you know, cloud native projects are continuing. If anything, they're continuing with more urgency than they were before the pandemic. I think what's happening is most, you know, forward-looking companies had a digital transformation strategy and those strategies have just been accelerated. They know now that if they had a project around putting an application on a mobile phone and it was going to be rebuilt, that's going to be accelerated now because, you know, they want to be able to serve their employees, which are going to be obviously more remote, but they're trying to retool their IT organizations and move faster to the cloud. I appreciate you sharing that insight. Everybody's got a little bit different spin or, or insight on how they had to shift during this transition with the business and with this pandemic. So thanks again for sharing. Bill, this is the best part. I would say my favorite question. My audience wants to know more about you, right? So can you share something from your technology or entrepreneur experience that would be helpful for those looking to jump into one of those careers? Sure. So, you know, I think uh, most people who know, know me would describe me as a product-centric CEO. In other words, you know, I started from the developer ranks and then I moved into product management and then I ended up becoming a CEO. And it's uh, been a, a slow ride for me. And uh, I spent a lot of my career as a product manager. Even as a CEO, I think like a product person from day one. And, you know, one of the things that I wanted to share is a term that's, you know, used readily in startups. It's called product market fit, you know, that kind of a secret source behind, you know, when do you know you've found a challenge and you've got a product that meets that need in the marketplace that you feel you can build a product around and obviously a business around. And that's obviously what I learned as being a product manager for a large part of my career, speaking to customers, understanding their needs. Even now at Styra, which is a very much a developer centric environment, I go back to my early days of an engineer in data centers where I used to you know, log on to Unix machines and so forth, and I can relive some of the challenges I lived through. So that's kind of the advice I would give to people is be true to yourself. You know, you know all of us come from a different uh, kind of a angle and we all have different strengths. In my case, it's, it's always been around products, right? And that's what I bring into the role as a CEO. Thank you for sharing. I know that would be very helpful for many of the people listening to this podcast. Again, we have a lot of technologists, a lot of entrepreneurs, and they certainly do appreciate your insights here. Bill, I just want to personally thank you. It was a pleasure having you on the show today. I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thank you very much. Bye for now. 